Welcome to the latest episode of the Double Chili Islanders podcast. I'm Peter Schwartz. Don't forget to download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts and also at Spotify Podcasts. My guest this week was a key member of the Islanders' run to the Wales Conference Final in 1993. He was acquired by the Islanders in 1991 in the trade that sent Pat LaFontaine to Buffalo. My guest coming up on this edition of the Double Chili Islanders podcast is former Islander Benoit Hogue. This is the Double Chili Islanders podcast. I'm Peter Schwartz. This weekend is Islanders Alumni Weekend, and one of the many players who will be back for all the festivities, and he'll play in the alumni game on Sunday against the Rangers at Northwell Health Ice Center, is former Islanders forward Benoit Hogue. Benoit was acquired by the Islanders in the Pat LaFontaine trade with Buffalo early in the 91-92 season, was a key member of the Islanders team in 92-93 that went to the Wales Conference Final and stunned the defending champion Pittsburgh Penguins along the way. Happy to welcome former Islander Benoit Hogue to the podcast. Well, Benoit, first of all, thank you for joining me on the show, and I know it's an exciting week for everybody in Islanders country with Alumni Weekend coming up. How excited are you to be uh, back with a lot of your former teammates and also every, a lot of people who spent at least one game with an Islander? Everybody's coming back this weekend. Uh, yeah, it's exciting, actually. Uh, you know, it's a great thing that the organization's been doing uh, the last couple of years, uh, bring the alumni back, especially for that weekend where we get to play the Ranger at the Northwell Health Arena. And, uh, you know, it's exciting to see the guys because, like, since we uh, part ways, we don't see each other that much. Maybe once in a while we talk to each other. But just to get back and then just to walk in a locker room with hockey back and get dressed and the camaraderie is right there in the locker room and uh, – it's a lot of fun. You know, you get out there, the fans are coming, they want to watch it. It's been exciting the last couple of years uh, doing the whole weekend thing with the dinner on Friday and then the whole game on Saturday and the alumni on the weekend. It's an exciting weekend, um, and everybody loves it. I think, like you said, they, some players play one game um, on the team. They're there with their family, uh, you know, spending the whole weekend in New York City. Um, it's, a, it's a great thing. I think it's, a, it's amazing what... Uh, what the Islanders been doing with the alumni. I have players that haven't been to the alumni, but came last year and they said it was unbelievable. So it's exciting for everybody. You know, there was there were a number of years where it was very difficult for the Islanders to bring some alumni back. There were a lot of, you know, poor relationships and, you know, for whatever reasons, things didn't go well. And it took a while, you know, I remember for John Tonelli to come back and finally the new ownership group was able to convince him to come back. As a former player, how much do you appreciate, um, you know, what what John Ledecky and Scott Malkin have been able to do in in bringing the alumni back and restoring those relationships? Well, I think it's amazing. Like you said, you know, at one point with the organization, we uh, we were all like, you know, kept away from the team. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm a Long Island guy. I live here. I like to go to game. I like to to watch the team play. Um, I haven't been able to do that for so many years. Um, as we were kept away and, and, and not around the team. But uh, what John and, and uh, uh, Malkin have done is, is to come back, uh, get the alumni involved, come to the game, be, uh, you know, be around the, the, the logo of the New York Islanders. And I think it's, uh, it's for me as a, as a former player, it's exciting. I, I try to get as many as games as I can. Um, I love to, like, I love to go to UBS. I like to support the team. Um, like I said, bringing back John Tonelli, even Pat Lafontaine, that was a strange team for a while, mm-hmm. and they made they made the uh, 
the call and then the invites to Patty to come to games to get involved in it. It's it's been taking time, but it's coming back. So it's great to see that uh, you know these guys are coming back and they're very valuable with the organization. You know, it's it's interesting, Benoit, that you brought up Pat Lafontaine. I was going to save this until later, but as long as you brought up his name, obviously you were involved in the trade that sent Pat Lafontaine to Buffalo and you came to the Islanders um, you know, in 1991. What's your relationship like with him? I mean, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. You were traded for each other or part of the trade that, that traded him away to Buffalo. What's your relationship like with him? And, and, and do you agree with a lot of people that he needs to have a night and be honored by the Islanders for what he contributed to them? Well, of course. Uh, Patty Petty's a Hall of Fame. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's been a great player. And I know, I know him from back when he played in junior back in Canada in the uh, Quebec Major League. As a 16-year-old, he was the attraction. Um, I got to watch him when he was in junior a little bit. I used to go to game with my dad. Uh, you know, he became an NHL player. Um, I ended up, you know, starting my career uh, a little bit, play with them, and then be part of the trade. Um, you know, we're both on Long Island. I think I have a great relationship with Patty. He does a lot of great things for the kids with companion and courage. And um, I'm invited. I go to golf out, and we get a good laugh. Um, Jim Johnson's the same thing. Uh, you know, very involved, and, and and they involve every Islanders. It doesn't matter if I was mm-hmm. traded for him, but like I said, we we never really knew each other since the trade. But since we've been on Long Island, we we've done a lot of stuff together, and then uh, we have a great friendship and a great relationship. Of course, it was you, it was Pierre Turgeon, and uh, and and Yui Krupp that went, wound up getting traded to the Islanders for Pat Lafontaine. If you think back to that, what what were those days like leading up to the trade with all the the rumors and. Were you excited about you know uh, a new start with the Islanders at that point after being uh, a, a good regular player for the Sabers at the time? Well, there was a lot of rumors going on, uh, with, especially with Montreal. Um, names were bouncing around, uh, you know, like Pierre, myself. At one point, I thought like maybe I was heading to Montreal, and uh, you know, you go on with your day, get to the morning skate. Um, you know, not worry, kind of worry about it, but you kind of hear it a little bit everywhere. And, and I remember that morning walking in, um, you know, for practice, and then Ray Ferraro came right up to me. He goes, have you heard? He goes, we just made a trade. And I was like, huh. I'm like, is that me? He goes, no. He goes, it's Thurge going to Montreal with Vladdy Malikoff. And I'm like, oh, my God. I said, he goes, I, said, I didn't get trade. He goes, no, you're you're good. Um, that's what I remember today. And then <laughs> the next, just, just to find out the next day that I got a phone call that I was traded to Toronto. But, uh, that, that, listen, that I was, I was a guy, I was excited to, to leave my, uh, my role in Buffalo was a different role than, than Hal gave me with the Islanders. Um, you know, obviously Pierre was a little maybe upset that time. I said, Pierre, we're going together. We got four guys going to New York. We're going to make it, you know, we're going to make it right. And then we're going to go there and play our thing. We have nothing, you know, to uh, to worry about and it's a new start and for me it was a great start for Pierre maybe the adjustment was a little like uh, tough but you know Pierre came as a gentleman and then got on the ice he was very accepted by the players he's a great player um, they loved him he had plenty of ice and I think Al was a big part of for me and and Pierre and the guys to to welcome us to the team um, give us you know much responsibility during the game but as far as PK and power play and things like that. Um, and I embraced it. I wanted to play. It's something that in Buffalo, maybe I wasn't really doing much with, with the lineup that we had in Buffalo with the Andrew Chuck and the Rig Vibe and all these guys. Uh, Della Warchuk came in at one point. So I was maybe pushed to the fourth line and something maybe I was thinking about maybe being scratched. But, 
the trade, I welcome the trade from me. I, I came here. I was, uh, you know, clear-minded. I said, I'm going to, it's a new coach. I'm going to play my hardest. And then, and hopefully I can help the team. And then, and it happened. I, I had great, you know, opportunity with Al. And then uh, Al believed in me. And then it gave me confidence. And I ended up having great seasons here. You know, that first year with the Islanders, you came just a little short of making the playoffs. And then the following year, 92-93, you guys went on that magical run to the conference final. Uh, you, you beat Washington, you beat Pittsburgh, you upset the Stanley Cup champion Penguins, which was a stunner to a lot of people. And then you uh, you lose to Montreal in the, in, in the conference final. What was that run like for you? How special was that group of players that uh, that you enjoyed so much success with that year? Well, I think I think this this year that year was like a team that we're pretty much in our mid twenties to maybe late, you know. Uh, um, what I remember from that team is it was a group that was together. I think I think that we had the first line on third line to the fourth line with with Travis Green or or Mick Vakota. Um, everybody was on the same page and everybody was doing their work. We didn't look at any any different player that or he's a fourth liner or first liner. The team was all together. They battled together. They stick for one another. Um, they won together. They laughed together. And it, it became like a little family. Like some of these guys that I still talk today, um, I enjoy I enjoy having a conversation. I enjoy seeing them. Um, this was a group that was ready. Like I said, in Washington, we, we had their series. We were supposed to be a stepping stone for Washington. And we kind of let up the fire in ourselves. I said, <laughs> we're going to go there and beat them. And then, you know, here comes uh, uh, Pittsburgh in the second round. And we're like, all right, now we got to go to uh, Pittsburgh and we got to start this series. And we knew it was going to be tough, but you know what? Everybody was confident. We're going to go there and play our hardest and see what happened. And everybody knows what happened. We took him to seven game and we took that game, and the feeling was amazing. Um, it was it was a great run. It was uh, uh, I think playing against Montreal, uh, we were a little like um, you know I don't want to say exhausted a little bit, but we were a little tired from that seven game series with Pittsburgh. But we well, that was that was game. very unfair that you guys had to play a Sunday afternoon game after winning the overtime game Friday night. I, that may that may that may sound like a homer on my part, but a lot even even. Um, uh, even you know Scotty Bowman said after Game Seven that it was probably unfair for you guys to have to go to Montreal for an afternoon game that Sunday. It was a little tough because we were in the locker room and we were dealing with a lot of medias and answering things. And and I remember the guys were just enjoying that 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 series that you know winning that series. And and I remember Alvin was coming to the locker room and he goes, "Guys, let's go. We gotta go. We gotta play tomorrow. We gotta go." And we're like, oh, my God. So we, like I said, we had to pack and leave Pittsburgh and then head to Montreal. And the next day we're on the ice. Um, it was a little draining on the first game and stuff like that. And and not having Pierre 100% kind of hurt our team. You know, we're open like, okay, we have a, another series. Maybe Pierre can get a little healthier in play. But, um, you know, he had a separate shoulder. And it, it was a little tough for him mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to be 100% in his game. When you know you have a little, like, especially a shoulder that, you know, with body contact, you might you might go down again. But, uh, uh, listen, we play our hardest. They got yep. games in overtime. Um, you know, everybody talks, like, last week that at one point they had too many guys on the ice uh, when they scored goals. <laughs> I, I hear from the fans all the time. And it's, uh, yeah, they had, it's the, Canadians had, a, the Canadians had about 15 guys on the ice for that one winner. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was brought up to me this week at the Islander game. I, like I said, I... A lot of fans still talk about '93, um, and, and I enjoy talking because it, you know it's a memory I'll never lose. But um, you know, we talked about it, and they 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 tell me stuff like the 
the extra guys on the eyes and the overtime and hit the pose. These fans didn't forget. Yeah. That was most exciting for them. You know, and I think about Game 7 against the Penguins. Obviously, you guys had the you know the two-goal lead in the third period. The Penguins come back and force overtime. And then, you know, you, know, you think about all the guys on the team, you know, Pierre and yourself, Ray Ferraro, who had a, a, a ridiculous playoff, uh, you know, just was on fire the whole postseason. But the guy who scores the game winner was David Volick, and he was a guy really like, you know, throughout the course of the season, you know, up and down, out of the lineup, in the lineup, in Al's doghouse, out of Al's doghouse. What was it like to see David score that overtime winner and, and, and be the hero after everything he had been through that season? Well, listen, David is, David is a great player. Um, like you said, he was up and down the lineup, maybe uh, um, not very on the first line. We, we had two good lines that was going, like you said. Ray was having a, a great series. Uh, you know, the other line was doing the same thing with Pierre. Um, it was just like, you know, like to see a guy like this, which has the skill and can score goals, to get his chance and get out there and and, and getting the win to go for him, I think it's, it could happen to a better guy. Like I said, he's he's a very uh, skilled guy. He got out there. Um, I, I still see that goal when I, he got that pass from Ferraro. He just mm-hmm. laid into the puck and just ripped it. I don't even think he he stopped the puck to look at the net. He just like let it go, mm-hmm. and that's what happens. And, and good things happen to good people. And and I know I, I met David like a few years back in the city. We, we sat around at a restaurant in the city, and then we talk about all that stuff. And then you know the stuff that was dumb. How excited we were for him, and it's such a big goal that people still talk about it. It put a smile on his face. But like I said, you know it was it happened to a good guy. So I was happy for him. You know, you you mentioned before about enjoying going to uh, to UBS Arena, and you know, you you played in Nassau Coliseum, and you ex- experienced what it was like when that building was packed for playoff games. How it sounded, how loud it was, and as you know, the Islanders went on this kind of like you know long and winding road to try and get a new arena built. You know, they were trying to get the Coliseum redone, and then a new building next door that didn't work, and. They went to you know Brooklyn, a Barclays Center, and then finally, you know, after the ownership change, UBS Arena is built. How happy were you that the Islanders finally got a new home on Long Island? And how much do you enjoy going to the games there? Well, it was it was exciting. I think for me as a player, I think you know to see like all the the ups and downs with the arena, and then you know uh, Mr. Wing had the lighthouse that wanted to build, didn't go through a lot of stuff. And I got to say, as a player, it had to be tough for the players. Even at the Barclay, um, I went to a few games, and I see kids crossing the street because they came by Subway, and I was like, oh, man, it's got to be hard to, mm-hmm. you know, to go to your game in the AHL and jump on the Subway. And John, he did it because he wanted to support the player. He was he was mixed up with the fans. Um, but, you know, UBS came along. The new ownership came and built in that rink. You couldn't wait till that thing is built. And, it, and it's a beautiful rink. And now... Um, and, and also as free agent, you know, you're 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 looking at uh, to sign some free agent, then you're trying to bring him to New York to show him around, and all the players know well they're at Barkley, they're doing this, you know, player stock, and maybe it was it wasn't the best uh, uh, view for players to say I'm going to come to New York and sign for a few years when they weren't, you know, having a new arena. But now it's done. It's a beautiful place. Uh, they got Patrick Roy in place now, which which I think it's a great addition to the team. Um, and I think players will want to, you know, come here and play. And it's just the start of the great things here with the rink. Yeah, you, uh, you you talked about you know players talking and players not wanting to come to the island for for a while. And you played here, and then you came back to live here after 
your career was done, uh, how much have you fallen in love with Long Island, and what would be your message to uh, to an NHL player that would ask you about coming here and playing for the Islanders now? Well, on the day of the trade, right, when I when I was traded from Buffalo, I came here. Um, all I know from, from playing in Buffalo to come play the Islanders, all we know is the Marriott and the Coliseum. So <laughs> you come here, you get on the bus from the airport, they drive you, you see one hotel and one rink. And you do your thing, you know, you meal at the hotel, you walk to the rink, play your game, get on the bus and go. So I didn't know much about the island. And after I left the island, I decided that one summer I'm just going to, you know, come back after the season, spending on Long Island. I used to rent places to live for the summer just to check it out. And I fell in love with Long Island. You got the beaches, you got the water. If you're a boater, you got the boat, you can fish, or you can go out east, you can go in the country, you can go in the city. There's so much more that the the island offers for for younger guys and family people and uh i decided to stay here and when i retired um, i ended up buying a place and i said this is where i'm gonna live and then i've been here for like you know in my new place for like 24 years wow a new place it's been 24 years but i love it i i go back to montreal and visit for a few days my family and stuff like that but this is home for me and and you know when i'm on the road it's time to come home. Home is Long Island, so I'm happy to be here. I know you're involved with youth hockey a lot. Tell everybody what you're doing and uh, and, and and how important uh, you know youth hockey is to Long Island, and how important it is subsequently to the Islanders and continuing to build a fan base. Well, I got involved like you know, I was always involved with the kids. I started like you know it, from, it came from a friend that I, he wanted me to you know get on the ice with his kid, and I had a good time doing it. Um, during the COVID year, there was a team that was uh, out of coach um, in the tier two with the, the Long Island Rebels. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. It's COVID. Nothing's been happening. I'm going to do it. Um, and I enjoy it. I enjoy going on the ice with the kids. I enjoy teaching the game. I enjoy going to the, you know, go to every game, battling, winning and stuff. And I, I you know, I built a great little team for the last three years. This team has been, I think we all, I think we're like 49 and eight this year, which is a great record. But I really enjoyed it, and they're, they're Long Island kids, and and you know, for me to do this, and for them to finally like, you know, realize that the game is played a different way, and I try to push them like, you know, like like when I was a player. So uh, I'm meaning like when the game started, if a kid has the puck, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, he's got to make that play because I see it as a player, and sometimes they weren't doing it, but now they they're they're learning to know that you have to support each other on the ice, you have to fence the puck with speed. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, I also, you know, been doing the Quebec years, which I've done for the Islanders for so many years after I was let go. And uh, a lot of parents says, you got to do your own team. We want to be with you. We, and then that's how I started. That's another thing that I, st- I wanted to start for one year. And it's been going on for 10 years now. But uh, like I said, I enjoy it. I love the game. I enjoy being on the ice. I love teaching the kids. I love pushing the kids. And, uh, you know, I get a great joy doing it. Benoit, you mentioned new head coach Patrick Waugh a few moments ago for the Islanders, who look like you know they've been you know uh, you know hit with a with, with a fire underneath them right now. There seems to be a different air around the team, and and hopefully they can get going out of the malaise they've been through a lot of uh, the season. What do you think about the current team, and uh, do you think they have a chance to to make the playoffs and make some noise in the postseason? Definitely have a chance to make the playoff. I think the Islanders we've seen. The last couple of years had great runs. They had a little bit of up and down. Um, you know, I didn't know much about Lane Lambert. Um, I'm not really around the locker room and the players a lot, but sometime a little change and a new message, a new voice, it's uh, it's welcome, and it, it puts a little fire on the players. But this is a good team. 
um, young players, good players. Um, they need to buy on a system, and I'm sure they will with Pat. And, you know, I'm sure they show a lot of respect for this guy. This is a guy that it's a Hall of Fame, won Stanley Cup. Uh, you know, he's always competing at everything he did. I remember in 94, we did this uh, during the strike. We did this little term in Hamilton, and I was playing on Team Quebec with Patrick. And Patrick was intense between period. He wanted to win. He didn't matter <laughs> if it was for charity. Um, he was, like, pumping the guys, and he goes, let's go. we got to get this. Let's go. It's it's. You know, it's, he wants to win, and that's what he wants. And sometimes you're not going to play for, for a coach that you might like, but you know what? That's the coach that's going to make you win and, and, and make you, uh, you know, realize that that's what it takes to win a hockey game. And, then, listen, it's it's a job. they got to go there and do the work, and then he's going to be pushed by Patrick. And I really believe that they're going to jump in the playoff, and then I think they're going to make a run for themselves. And last thing, as part of Alumni Weekend, you've got the game against the Rangers Sunday uh, at Northwell Health Ice Center. Um, uh, how much are you looking forward to lacing up the skates? And you look across the ice, it's still ra- it's Ranger jerseys. It's an alumni game, but it's still the Rangers on the other side of the ice. How much passion, how excited are you for this game on Sunday? Well, I'm excited. Like you said, we're, you know, I've got to know a lot of guys on the Rangers, which I know in the past, Stefan Matteau and uh, Adam Graves, and, and then, you know, there's a few guys on the other side that even Brian Mullen plays for the Rangers. Cass Brown is going to play with the Rangers this year. Um, oh, that's wrong. Know. That's wrong. No, he should be wearing he should be wearing an Islander uniform. I totally agree. I don't know what happened with Casper <laughs> last year. Last year we were doing well. We get a great lead, and he said, "I'm going to go play with the Rangers," and we we let him go. But uh, oh. and this year I thought he was going to be back with us, but he's going back to the Rangers. But like I said, it's a good. It's a good uh, friendship with all the players. Yeah. But when the Trump, the puck, they still have the Rangers, and we're still the Islanders, and it's still that little thing that you want to win. So, um, you know, it's just a fire in the player. But at the end, we're all having a good laugh and, and, and a good time. Maybe you and Pierre Turgeon can create a little magic like you did in, uh, you know, 92, 93, 94. Well, I hope so. I, I, I talked to Turgeon uh, a, a month ago or so, and I said, we have the LMI, you got to come and play. And he and Terz, Terz loves the game. He loves to get on the ice. Um, I was I was fortunate to be invited with him for the uh, inductee at the Hall of Fame. And then he played that little charity game. And I said, you got to come and play with us. And uh, he came last year, and he's back this year. So uh, hopefully uh, I can get on the ice with him, which he'll make it easy for me because he always wants the puck. So my main thing <laughs> is to give him the puck and get in position. And, uh, you know, Terz still's got that magic on his stick. And yeah. uh, hopefully uh, we're going to have a good game. And I think that the Rangers are stacking up this year. And uh, hopefully the guys that are coming on the uh, Islanders' sides are going to be ready, but it's going to be fun. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it, Benoit. Thank you for spending some time with me, and you know, thanks for all the great memories and uh, and good luck with everything with youth hockey and and everything that's going on with you uh, now. And looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Sounds good, Peter. Thanks for having me. Once again, thanks to my guest, former Islanders forward Benoit Hogue. Alumni weekend for the Islanders coming up this weekend, including the alumni game against the Rangers on Sunday at Northwell Health Ice Center. Don't forget to subscribe and download the Double Chili Islanders podcast at Spotify Podcast and also at Apple Podcast. I'm Peter Schwartz. Thanks for listening to the Double Chili Islanders podcast, and we'll catch you again next time.